Let's talk terms. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The VoiceSam player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voicezam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voicezam.com slash markscott. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur, back with another summer series episode. What are these episodes all about? Short, quick hit episodes designed to give you one good piece of actionable practical advice that you can apply to your voiceover business and then get you back into enjoying whatever it is that you're doing this summer. Maybe you're listening by the pool, listening while you're on vacation, listening by the lake or the trailer or while you're out for a hike, whatever it is, I hope that you are enjoying your summer. Are you enjoying your summer and enjoying the summer series episodes? Let me know, please. Tag me in your Instagram stories at Mark Scott. Let me know that you're listening. Let me know that you are enjoying and let me know that you are learning. So I want to talk about terms this week because it's something that comes up all the time. Stop me if you've seen this post in a Facebook group before, or if you have posted this in a Facebook group before. They always start the same. Hey guys, I recently booked a job for my client, and now that the recording is complete, they want to talk about revisions. Hey guys, I recently did a recording for a client, but I'm not sure what to charge. Hey everyone, I'm trying to figure out how to properly quote this job that I recently recorded because the client wants to change the usage. It's always something like that, but it all points back to the same thing. Too many terms are not getting sorted out before the job is being recorded. And that is a problem. Because once the job is recorded and the audio has already been delivered, you have very little leverage at this point, right? Like, it's hard to say, I need to change the rate, I need to change the terms, I need to discuss this, I need to change that, whatever. It's hard to do that when the audio has already been delivered. And so I see this growing trend of voice actors that are dealing with some of these things after the fact. And maybe that is because you don't know that you're supposed to be dealing with them or maybe you didn't think about it, or maybe it was supposed to be a quick and easy job. I don't know. Whatever it is, but the point is, it's too late to figure things out after the job is already done. So I want to give you a couple of things that you have to have spelled out before you ever go into the booth and hit record. And I understand that there's always going to be extreme circumstances, because sometimes you are going to have everything agreed upon, and the client is going to try to change usage after the fact for example. But as long as you had an agreement in the first place, it gives you something to build on and it gives you a point to start the negotiations from. It also gives you protection because you can say, we discussed this usage for this type of project at this rate and this was what we agreed on 
And now you're wanting to do this type of usage, which is outside of the scope of our original rate agreement, right? It gives you negotiation power. So there are four things at bare minimum that I think you need to discuss before you ever hit record, before you ever agree to the project. You need to have these things sorted out because trying to deal with it after the fact is too late. First and foremost, you need to know what the usage is. Because if you don't know what the usage is, you're never going to be able to properly quote the project. So what do we mean by usage? I think there's a couple of ways that this term gets described. But we'll say, what is the genre and where is it going to air? And in even air probably isn't the right word. What is the genre and where is it going to exist? Where is it going to be played? So this is an e-learning that is for internal corporate training. This is an explainer video that will exist on the client's website. This is a commercial that will be used in broadcast on regional television. This is an ad that is going to be used on pre-roll for YouTube. This is a radio spot that is going to air on local terrestrial radio and targeted radio on Spotify. What is the usage? Where is it going to be? You cannot give a quote until you know what these things are. And asking these kinds of questions in voiceover groups isn't going to help you because it's a conversation you have to have with the client. What genre? How long is it? Where is it going to be used? Played. How long is it going to be used? Played. This is a radio commercial that will run a 13-week cycle. This is an explainer video that will exist on the web in perpetuity. This is an e-learning course that will exist in perpetuity. This is a museum tour video that will be broadcast in our museum for 12 months. These are the sorts of things that you need to know. And I would blanket this all for the purposes of this episode under usage. You've got to know this stuff ahead of time. You can't quote without it. Which brings us to the second element, and that is the rate. The time to discuss rate is not after the recording is complete. The time to discuss rate is before the recording has ever been agreed to. Because again, if you wait until after the project is complete and now you want to try to discuss rate, you're going to run into problems. You have to have a set budget before you start recording, and that set budget has to be tied to that usage. And at absolute bare minimum. You want to have some kind of a paper trail through email. Absolute bare minimum that very clearly spells out everything we've just talked about. It is an explainer video that is 90 seconds long that is going to exist on a client website that will be used for a period of one year and the rate is X. Having all of those things very clearly spelled out in some form of paper trail is what allows you to have leverage to negotiate if the client tries to change the terms after the fact. Now, I say at the bare minimum, you need to have this outlined in email. For some of you, maybe it exists in a contract form. For some of you, maybe there is a work agreement that you create, a simple one-page work agreement that spells out all of these things. But you have to have some sort of paper trail to fall back on to protect yourself. The third thing that you have to discuss before you ever step into the booth to record is what is your revisions and retake policy. Spell this out for the client as clearly as possible because this is going to protect you after the fact. You can't just say, I offer one round of revisions. What does one round of revisions mean? 
So let's say that you narrated an eight-minute corporate video for a client, and they come back and they've rewritten the whole entire script, and they want you to re-record the whole entire script. And all you said was, I offer one free round of revisions. Well, under that generic scope, basically they can ask you now to re-record the entire thing for free. So do you offer one free round of revisions, or do you offer one free round of revisions up to X percentage of the script? There's also, I think, a difference between revisions and retakes. Retakes, those are mistakes that I've made, a a missed word, a a missed pronunciation. Uh, Maybe I didn't deliver my read exactly how the client had asked, and that's kind of a separate policy. Revisions are script changes after the fact. But you have to have this policy very clearly outlined ahead of time, again, so you can protect yourself if anything changes down the road. Very clearly define what your revisions policy is. Is it 10% of the script? Is it 20% of the script? Is it a full round of revisions? What happens after that first full round of revisions or after that first 10% round of revisions? What is the fee going to be? All of these things need to be discussed ahead of time and outlined very clearly so that there's no surprises for the client if they come back in the event that something has changed. But it all needs to be spelled out ahead of time. And then the final thing that you have to discuss with them is payment terms, because the time to start panicking about late payment is not when you realize that you didn't tell them when you expected to be paid. Don't just assume that as soon as you deliver the voiceover, payment is remitted immediately. Yes, sometimes it happens. Yes, there are some voice actors out there that claim that they get paid immediately every single time. God bless them. I'm not one of them. I haven't figured out how to make that happen yet. But my clients know that I have a net 30-day policy on my payment, which is very reasonable, very accepted in business. Sometimes you start dealing with larger corporations. Don't be surprised if you see a net 45, a net 60. Every once in a while, you might even get asked for a net 90. Now, I've been asked for net 90 in the past, and I've been able to negotiate that down. But don't be surprised if it comes up. And just to be clear, net 90, net 30, net 60, it just means that the balance of the invoice is going to be paid within 30 days or 45 days, 90 days, whatever, of the invoice being sent. But the bottom line is you have to have that conversation before you go into the studio so that, again, there's no surprises on the backside. The time to discuss your terms is before the job has started. Because if you are posting in Facebook groups trying to get advice from voice actors after the fact, first and foremost, God help you, because you're going to get a hundred conflicting answers that are probably not going to be of much use to you because of the fact that there's a hundred conflicting answers. But it may also be a moot point because at that point, the client already has the audio and you didn't discuss any of it up front. So you've got a little less of a leg to stand on. I'm not saying the situation is lost or hopeless, not by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying you're better protected if you have these conversations before you ever get started. What is the usage? By usage, in this case, we are defining usage as the genre, the length, where it is going to be played, how long is it going to be played slash used for. Number two, the rate. Very clearly outlined. Again, everything in writing. Number three, what is your revisions and retake policy? And number four, what are your payment terms? All of those things at the bare minimum should be included in an email, ideally included in some sort of a simple one-page agreement 
that the client receives so that there's no questions down the road and you have a paper trail to protect you in the event that you ever need it later on. Or maybe you're going to do it in something more advanced like a contract. Just know that you are going to save yourself so many headaches when you outline all of your terms before you ever hit record. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOPreneur goodness? Jump online at VOPreneur.com.